Last time on Out of the Forest. Um, I'm going to take the envelope to the back of the store and open it. E. I am sorry I had to leave so suddenly. Things with the Watchers have only gotten worse for those with kind hearts like you or I. I have been thinking on your offer and have been carefully seeking those who might be sympathetic to escaping. We may have a plan, but we will need your help. I pray you are safe. They are getting more dangerous with each passing day. You will hear from us again soon. Why? Uh, Isaac? Hello? Baron, okay, thank goodness you answered. Um, I don't know really how to say this, but there was a person who broke into my house. A friend of mine contacted me. Um, they, they want to leave the cold as well. Okay, even if, uh, it looks like it's, um, just past 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock? We really need to get out of here as fast as possible. We can't miss that appointment. And then he zips into a power socket and is gone. Well, that was a weird exit on his part. I guess it's going to still be around and could cause us trouble later, but it looks like it's gone for now. Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a bunch of people who have just so many goddamn RPGs going on. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris and I am your GM slash keeper. I'm joined by my players. I'm Evan and I play Baron. I'm Dominic and I play Kernunos. I'm Jessica and I play Eno. And I'm Alistair and I play Isaac. All right, a uh, quick sort of programming note. Uh, this was, as I think I mentioned before, a bit of a shorter and more lighthearted uh arc though a lot of these elements have been less lighthearted than intended but you know plot's important uh and so there won't really be a respite afterwards I, I this episode depending on how long it goes will probably flow right into what kind of stands in for the respite and then we'll move directly into arc four after a much shorter hiatus than usual um just wanted to get out ahead of that and with that i will let us go to the rest of the episode. The diner is quiet as you all sit in your booth. As mentioned previously, there are, are very few patrons here. It is, after all, midnight. So you all are... are forced to keep to hushed voices as you continue your discussion, as there's not much clitter-clatter of other sounds to mask your true discussion. Yildun has just dropped a, a bit of a bomb revealing that the, the darkness in the forest has claimed an ability to alter reality itself, uh, and she seems to be awaiting your response to that. I'm I'm sorry, did you say alter reality itself? That that does appear to be the case. I don't know all of the specifics. This was information I I'm I'm sure Enif understands the, the machinations of the elders and, and, and what their the 
their sort of macro plans are, are hard to come by uh, unless you are amongst their their order. So I I got what I could and sort of got out. Did Yildon? Did you see any evidence of this by your, or is it just the word of the elders? Uh, it seems to be what the information the elders are working on with whatever they've been planning up to this point since the the change. I don't know if this, I guess, culmination is involved with the reason things started to change amongst the children, but it certainly can't be a coincidence. This is definitely very troubling. Um, and, and the other person sort of looks up and speaks out and just goes, but we can, we think we can inter- stop it, maybe? Interfere? I, I don't know. And he looks up, and I don't think you, you know this person specifically, Ian. If I, I think, like many people do to you, uh, he looks familiar, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and y- Yildun uh, goes, oh, this is, uh, I, I don't know if you, you, you've met before, but Enif, this is Rigel. Rigel, uh, this, this is Enif. They left the cult when, when the change happened. And Rigel kind of offers up a very weak hand wave in response to that. Uh, Enif nods <laughs> at, at, at Rigel. <laughs> uh, as this is happening, um, Barb bustles in from the back and uh, drops off all your drinks, and uh, which I, I hope didn't already happen in the previous episode. I've kind of forgotten, but if no, not, she th- refills your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she goes, all right, Hans, uh, if, if you need any food with your, your drinks, just let me know. Just flag me down. I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come over from anywhere. And, uh, she, she waves and, and lets you go on with your conversation, having been in this business long enough to know when people are just here to talk with friends. She's a teleporter. So, Chris, just <laughs> now, I, I was really close to ordering Scrapple, and I realized <laughs> just how much that would land my physical location. <laughs> in, in, the, in the northeast, like yeah. near Pens- near-ish Pennsylvania area, <laughs> you fool! You've ruined us. Oh boy! I was like, is... I bet this diner in the in the west coast would not even have scrapple. They'd probably look at you like they'd have no fucking idea what we're talking about. So a diner <laughs> I you, don't want to go to. And then you'd to. find you'd have to just describe what scrapple is to someone, and you never want to do that. The worst meat. <laughs> floor okay. sweep. It's what they sweep off the floor at the pig factory. Because Jessica doesn't corn, know what that yeah. is. Oh, it's so good. It is really good. It's it's just ground pig as ground as hell, and just pressed into a block. So liquid it's, it's, pig as it's a block. The, it's the pig that's not good enough to go into hot dogs. Oh, oh, oh god! <laughs> oh god! Okay. Yuck. Here comes Google. It is the least appetizing thing on the planet. And you yeah, want to order but it? it tastes <laughs> amazing. No, it tastes amazing. It's one of my favorite foods. But it just looks really unappetizing. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. Got it. Oh, okay. boy. Oh, you don't oh, even God, know. Yeah, I mean, it literally has scrap in the name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I thought if... I thought he said you were I thought you said you were about to order Scrabble, and I was like, why? <laughs> like what? Like what? <laughs> Don't you know this is one of those like dine and board game restaurants? <laughs> like, well, I thought like at first I thought he meant like oh you know like on the internet you know, and I was just like what the it's like what is happening right now? <laughs> I'll be honest, the picture you just posted just yeah. looks like a slice it of just, toast. It does Damn. look like a slice yeah, of toast. Until you zoom in and you realize it's made of meat. 
Yeah, that's that's like a that's actually like a nice way of looking at it though. Like, yeah, here, hold is... on. Let me get a bad picture of Scrapple. <laughs> oh god. Dear. Hold on, here's here's a nice fried piece of it. Yeah. No, but, but that's it does not look very appetizing. But mostly just because it's such a pale like the fried one looks yeah. nice. The pale one does not look nice. Yeah, no. th- that picture that you posted, Evan, looks a lot like a, a loaf of bread with a cusp cut off that's just filled with meat for some reason. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Um, Don't... I All right, did that's... just find a recipe for air fryer scrapple, and now I have a new thing that I need to do. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> cool, and with that, I'm calling it quits on the scrapple talk and yep, getting back on. to this. Yes, yep. um, Godspeed. R- Rigel goes, um, the, the Watchers are sort of getting... Uh, consolidating all their power to one spot and we, so we think that they need a lot of us there to i don't know do whatever they're intending to do so we think that with your help we can get a big enough section of of the cult to to abandon the cause and i mean hopefully disrupt their plans by just lack of manpower how many how many people do you think there are now um, Yildun looks a little bit uncomfortable with that question, and she goes, well, it's a lot of, I don't know, rumors. It's not a solid number. It's a lot of, well, I think I could talk to this person, and that person would probably have, you no know, three people who might, and, and so on. Um, so there's not a lot of confirmed, we know at least... Um, at least a dozen for certain, and a lot of them have said they probably know more that would be able to, and we're we're not able to really gather in large groups for this, so it's been mostly uh, like Daisy chaining it along and hoping that everyone is able to keep this on the down low. It's been, well, a, t- a terrifying thing to organize. Well, we're here to help you. And- I'm going to do everything I can to help you guys leave. Yildun nods and uh, pulls out a, a, a piece of paper and, and kind of reviews it real quick and goes, okay, I mean, this is uh, the list of things we need from you is fairly short, if, but they are just things we can't really get without arousing too much attention. Um, the first is going to sound a little weird. Uh, but we need you guys to smuggle us in a decent amount of uh, alcoholic beverages. I thought she was about they- to say cocaine. <laughs> Good lord. So many drugs. Just a couple <laughs> metric tons of cocaine. That's what I was uh, waiting for. Not, okay. not, I, I, know it's, I know it's a big... Okay, um, she, she goes... Uh, the the elders are arranging a, a, a sort of festival to celebrate uh, bringing everyone in in uh, about a about a month month and a half uh, and and um, she goes I, I I'll communicate they, they haven't really settled on an exact day and I will, I'll communicate that you as soon as we get that information um, we think that if we can get that uh, festival rowdy enough it'll provide enough of a distraction for us to accomplish our actual goals. As for what we need for, well, we're performing a ritual that will hopefully cloak us long enough to to 
make enough distance from from the the commune uh, that we can get into hiding before they notice we're gone. Uh, and, and hold on, you're you're already here. Why would we need to send you back? Rigel looks up and just goes, "They they know we've left, and if we're gone for too long, they can probably follow our trail here. We." Met, we left as quick as we can, so hopefully they won't notice our uh, our being missing enough to look into it while we're meeting with you. But it's not a long-term solution. Any any of the children can, can leave the commune, but if they're truly abandoning, there are ways that they can find us. I mean, Enif only kept hidden so long because a lot of the the children don't really like the city. It's so divorced from from what empowers our magics then we'll move you to the city this is a this is a non-problem yildun looks at enif and, and then looks at rajo and goes enif enif told you they they've stopped they seem to have stopped caring about that right they've they sent someone after them look this is this is this isn't a situation where you're on the run from from the government. This is a, a bunch of a foolish humans in the woods dabbling in things they don't understand. I'm literally a god. Both Yildun and Rigel give Enith a look that's like, you're gonna let him talk about our family like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Kronos, <this> Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna let, just let me sit there and say talk shit? <laughs> Kunos, this is yes, this isn't the government, but this is the elders. They're stronger than the government. More terrifying. If this is the way that we need to do it, I then I'll help in any way that I can. Yoda nods appreciatively and just go and just turns back to her list as if she wasn't interrupted. <laughs> goes, um, so f- for the actual ritual, that is, uh, we we need um the the blood of a monster uh it's it's poured into the sigil to to to, to burn for the energy we need um how much boric uh we need about uh let's see here uh a cup probably about a cup of of the monster's blood okay uh and then we need uh boric acid uh that, that gets mixed with the blood of the monster to make sure it doesn't burn too fast asked and and finally and this this is honestly the hardest ask uh we need someone with enough magical training to aid in the thing to 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 join us on the appointed night uh, a lot of the the people who want to uh join us are are younger or or newer members of the of of the, the watchers that haven't had the training that's going to be required for a ritual like this so we're going to need a little more expertise on our side. Enif kind of like takes a sip of their tea and kind of like thanks for a little bit. And then, um, okay, I can, I can help. Uh, Yildun's uh, smile is probably for probably the first time since she got here. And it, it is just this warm, appreciative smile uh, to know that her old friend still has her back. Uh, Kernunas kind of looks over at Enif and says, uh, 
look, Enif, if 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 they need someone who can use magic, then I, I don't think it should be you. Not that you're not accomplished, but the, if if you are found in that camp, it is going to be an incredibly different situation than if I am found in that camp. Well, if if I'm found in that camp, then they'll just assume that I came back to help. But if you're if, if, if you're found in that camp, they they could always. What if they end up taking you as part of their plot? Ian, if if I'm found in the camp, I will simply disappear and be somewhere else. Correct. But <laughs> you'll leave without them, you know. And you know, if like uh, gestures to Yildon and Rigel, um, I would not. I'm not gonna leave without them. They. My my angel wings ability allows me explicitly to bring one or two people with me. <laughs> There's more than one or two people. This isn't a negotiation. I'm nope, I'm helping. It is it is a negotiation. I'll do it. But I need both of your blood. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> do you actually request their blood for an exchange uh, for this favor? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um So Do you want us to get you monster blood? We'll require human blood. Enif, Rigel... like, puts, puts their face in their hands. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> Rigel and Yuldun look shocked by this, but their faces both slowly move to, to, to acquiescence. Um, they're asking a lot of you. I'm not going to actually ask you to manipulate someone here, because they are asking a lot of you already. Um, and they, uh, I think Yuldun goes... Uh, before or after service is rendered? Um, before, if that's all right. Uh, Yildun thinks about this and goes, seems like a fair trade to me. Rigel, are you all right with that? And, uh, Rigel looks a little conflicted and just goes, I mean, it's not the first time I've used some of my blood to get something done. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they agree to that. Um, uh, Kurnunos gets up and grabs two to-go cups from oh my behind God. The, the bar. <laughs> Motherfuck. Um, Barbara goes, oh, y'all all getting out of here already? In a few. We just wanted to keep the hot drinks hot. Understood. Um, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put that, put it all on your tab. Is that all right, Kurnunos? Sounds fine. Thank you, Bob. Uh, she nods and, and goes to to clean up a table that uh, one of the officers who was here when you got in has vacated. Uh, and Now, the two of you, uh, I've been seeing in movies that whenever someone needs to get blood, they slice their palms open. That seems foolish. Um, <laughs> any any Anywhere is fine. You want to do this now? Yes. <laughs> I have I have cups. Um... I, I cannot guarantee that I will have cups later. Oh Rigel God. looks around and goes, maybe we should, uh, leave the restaurant first? <laughs> Ritual bloodletting in the middle of, uh, one of the, 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 the uh, city folks' restaurants seems <laughs> suspicious, to say the least. That's, that's fine. Okay, uh, and you guys finish up, 
uh, the last of your drinks, uh, uh, and and you begin to make your way out. Barb waves goodbye and uh, thanks you for coming. And as you get out, um, Rigel and Yildun both looking a little bit uh, wary about doing it, but understanding the the price, uh, both go ahead and um, I could just use my whip. It has thorns on it. I'll say Rigel Ry- actually pulls out like a, a a small hunting knife and does a small cut along like the back of his arm and and lets the blood drip and hands it to Yildun, who. Uh, follows. Much, much, much more sensible. I don't know why everyone cuts their hands. Yodun goes. I'll have to take your word for it that people do that. It's, it's, it does seem a little bit. It's uh, inconvenient it's to have a cut on your the part where you're, you know, doing most of your handling of things. It makes no sense. Um, and with that, uh, I think Kirinus gets the the first smile from from these these people that he's gotten this entire time. Uh, although it is a slightly uncomfortable one. And uh, after they've done with their little weird bloodletting situation, <laughs> Enif <laughs> makes sure to heal both of them, both of their cuts. <laughs> All right, yeah, I think that's 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 a uh, uh, non-issue for for uh, Enif to do, uh, and they they stitch up just fine. Uh, Yildun looks uh, looks at Enif and and grabs their hand and looks into their eyes and just goes. Stay safe. You too. Uh, and Yodun nods, and uh, she grabs uh, Rigel's hand, and they, they both take off in the direction of the woods. Isaac and Baron, you have just finished putting out the fires from the overcharged computer uh, that the elemental set and have pretty much cleared the danger from the situation at hand. You, uh... As you're standing there, you hear the sounds of running footsteps coming from the halls outside of the computer labs. Ooh, we should probably not be in here. Yeah, I think we need to leave. I don't know who's coming, but let's let's leave quick. Okay. Um, Can we hop out the door and run down the opposite hallway? Is there a, a way for us essentially to get out of here without being seen? Yeah, uh, go ahead, um, Isaac, go and give me a read a bad situation to kind of poke your head out and try and figure out what the best way to get out of here is as as these footsteps approach. Sharp, sharp, correct? Okay, yep. Yes. That is... 11. 11, yeah, alright, so you get to ask three questions about the current situation. Uh, what is my best way out? Uh, your best way out, yeah, there are essentially two doors to the computer lab, and there's a big kind of, uh, hook around it. There's, like, two blind corners, uh, at each entrance, uh, to the computer lab. So you can definitely sort of wait until whoever's coming enters the opposite side of the computer lab and escape out the other door as long as you're quick about it. Okay. Um, and you get two other questions. Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Um, no. Uh, the, the closest thing to a danger is the smoldering wreckage of that computer that was overcharged and set ablaze, but it's, uh, like, there's not even any embers left, so it's, it's probably, you, there's just this person coming up that you recognize as the, as a security guard. Sure. Uh, and this one might be a moot point, but what's the biggest threat? Uh, the biggest threat right now is definitely that security guard. There's, it's, 
a pretty cut and dry situation. There's a security guard coming to investigate the fire alarms going off. Okay. Um, Baron, I think that's the security guard coming. Uh, if we time it right, we should be able to slip out around this corner without them seeing us. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. And um, he'll kind of run over to the other door and sit there and wait, I guess, with Isaac until the yeah. opportune time. Yeah, you guys go and slip around there and, and wait for the exact right time. Um, Isaac, if you want to go ahead and roll and act under pressure with that plus one from using that information to to time this right and do it quietly enough that you don't get further pursued. Yeah. It's a nine. And nine. Um, yeah, uh, that, that would be a mixed success unless Baron wants to try and help out in some way. I mean, yeah, why not, I guess. All right, what's Baron doing to help out then? Um, he sings a little song. <laughs> Whoa. Words of encouragement. I, I I need something tangible. Like it, it, he he could just be like keeping watch around the corner to get the timing right. I uh, rolled an eight. All right. Yeah, I think with those, this isn't like a super high stakes situation. You 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 get the watch out and you slip out. Uh, the door makes a little more noise than you'd like, but it sounds like it it the security guard did not notice, and you managed to slip back out of the hallway as the security guard uh shout some expletive that you don't quite catch through the door and then you hear um him going hello 911 and clearly calling the fire department to make sure nothing else is going wrong that okay. tracks fire alarm to go off yep i mean i would have thought the fire alarm would have called them automatically you would have but the sprinklers also didn't go off that's that's true true okay um i guess we'll just head down the hallway away from the computer lab then all right, yeah, you, you head down there. Um, you've escaped the, the most pressing issue, uh, and you guys are free to move as you'd like. I, th- I don't know if that... Whoever that was that trapped us in the computer is still here. Um, I mean, I'm going to guess they're not just going to give up and leave that easily, so at some point we're probably going to have to come back and and look for them. Do you don't think we could do that tonight, or do you think we should come back another time? I think we might want to come back another time. They might be kind of investigating what happened and trying to clean up the, the computer, and maybe it's just better to, you know, obviously not get questioned why we're walking around campus late at night. Yeah, we can come back during the day, maybe. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Okay. Um, in that case, if we're going to be heading back... Um, do you mind if I stay at your place again tonight? I still don't know what happened at my apartment, and I'm not really sure if it's safe to go back yet. Yeah, uh, do we need to pick up? I mean, we could go to your apartment if we need to pick up anything, and otherwise we can go back to my place for the night. Yeah, I did leave a couple of things there. Um, I wonder, maybe we can try to see... I didn't try to you know, use any abilities or anything to see if there was anything else going on at the time, but maybe... I don't know, maybe if the person wants to come back, we can, like, lay a trap and get more information. We could. They did. I don't know. Would your roommates be okay with us setting up a trap in your apartment, even? I think. Oh, yeah, they love traps. They love traps. (laughs) Um, I'm going to GM here for a bit, and I'm going to say my roommates are out this weekend. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just do that? (laughs) <laughs> I just uh, did. What power? Wow. <laughs> Wild. 
within reason, I don't think that's too spectacular of a claim or too power gaming of it. <laughs> if you were just to, go, if for example, Cornelius was just to go like the cultists give me their blood, I don't think that would go down. But the the roommates are kind of an extension of uh, Alistair's, you know, control over the world as it is uh, in the Powered by the Apocalypse game. So I think that's some amount of reason, kind of like. For example, Carninus can somewhat control uh, what Bal- who Balanus is as a person. So, like, if Carninus at one point you say, Balanus is out for the night, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, yeah, if they're, they're gone for the weekend, sure. <laughs> and apparently it's also the weekend. It is the weekend now. Isaac has too much power. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever day you want it to be, but we're going to say the roommates are gone. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, they went back to um, one of their parents' place to celebrate the end of the semester. There we go. Did you even tell your roommates that somebody broke into the apartment that they also live in? <laughs> eh, no. They'll come later. <laughs> By the way, while you were gone, someone broke in, you know. Don't worry, okay. they didn't take anything. They're still at large. I didn't, I didn't call the police. Don't worry about it. I'm staying with my little <laughs> friend. Just, just be. They're gonna set a trap, and they won't come back. Anyway, right, yeah. yeah. So, right. so you guys agree to, I guess, potentially make a trap in your apartment for this person, since apparently your roommates are away. Um, and at this point, you, you are like just boarding the bus that will take you back to the area around Isaac's apartment. Um, it is, as previously mentioned, it's like after midnight at this point. Or I, I think from your perspective, it's probably just hitting midnight, since it took uh, Enif and Kinnis a little time in the tree force to actually get to the diner. Uh, so it's, it's basically just hitting midnight. This is the midnight bus, and you board it, and it takes you back to Isaac's apartment with pretty much no um, issues. You get there, and you are free to enter you guys uh talk a little bit more about about the the person who invaded your thing just kind of exchange information that is readily available to anyone listening to the podcast uh and you make it inside your apartment uh to plan the next leg of your plan so it looked like they were trying to get to something on my computer i'm not sure what they want they entered password as the password and I mean, that's not my password, so they didn't get in. Um, and at that point is when I, I, I recognized that they were there, and they kind of jumped out the window. I'm um, glad they weren't able to enter 123, otherwise they would have cracked my computer. <laughs> they would have got it. <laughs> if they had gotten that exclamation point at the end, I would have been screwed. I would have been so screwed. Um, so, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing they're not a, a robber or a normal burglar, because if it was just a regular person, they probably would have wanted, you know, the laptop itself or anything else that was valuable. So I don't know what kind of information they're looking for, but that's why I'm more likely to believe it's related to what we're doing as opposed to just a, you know, kind of coincidence. I mean, is there is there anything on your laptop about us or... In general, I mean, what do you think they could possibly you know, get off of there? Um, I don't think there's too much. I don't, you know, write about what we do or have any kind of messages or anything like that. Um, I was messaging Ruth a little while back, um, and there was some information about 
um, the monster that was in the school that I was able to find online. And I guess maybe like my search history might be relevant because we were trying to look up some information about the sightings we've seen. Um, and then I have photos from around uh, campus and from around town. Um, but as far as I know, there's nothing in the photos that would have been, you know, interesting to them. But I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm looking for. Um, but if they wanted the computer and they're of possibly magical influence because they're related to what we kind of do in our spare time, um, maybe there's a way for us to kind of lure them back. Maybe so. I mean, it seemed like at least there was something about I mean, with this whole thing anyways. We did kind of get sucked into a computer. Maybe That's they were true. just trying to get you into the game initially. But huh. I think it's still worth it to at least see if we can... Maybe we can just set the laptop out as bait, I guess. A laptop on the chair with like a, a mousetrap style cage open. <laughs> yeah. just like they're just like sitting like uh, with the like, so you're like sit with, like with the string like waiting. Yeah, yeah. just like waiting. Yeah. Where do I, I put the diving man in your apartment to set up the trap? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do, before we do that, I do want to, uh, investigate the door, um, since I didn't have time to earlier, I swear that I left that door locked, um, but they got in somehow, did they pick the lock, or did they somehow magically open the lock, and I want to try to figure that out. Uh, yeah, go ahead, um, give me an investigate a mystery. Nine. Nine, so yeah, you get one question, which would be probably what happened here, um... (laughs) considering what you're trying to find out uh yeah you look around um and it takes you a bit you don't notice anything immediately off about the lock obviously you locked it when you left again last night so there's nothing to be gained from that um and then you kind of channel your sight a little bit and you do detect sort of the the faint leavings of of magical energy around the uh lock okay yeah it was definitely somebody from our moonlighting side of things um there's some kind of magical residue or something that they use to get in somehow that makes me feel a little more scared i feel like if it were a robber we could call the cops and lock the door extra bit like extra strong but if they're magic (laughs) they could probably get in extra get three locks just lock that door real good (laughs) yeah tie some string around that (laughs) um but if they're magic I'm going to guess there's nothing that can keep them out. Yeah, and I'm not too hot with magic myself to try and prevent that. But at least we do know that it's not just some average person, I guess, that is trying to torment us, which I guess tracks because we were thrown into a video game. Yeah. And maybe it was the person, the same one who threw us in the video game. And it would make sense as to why they'd be interested in the computer. Yeah, that's my that's what my thought is, at least that they were maybe trying to get us and individually or trying to go after you, but don't okay. know exactly for sure. Um let's see what we can do for tonight and and maybe try to get more information. Um Iris, can you help me try to remember what uh, sort of about that night that we could try to recreate like I don't remember if the lights were on or off um, 
where I think I was in my bedroom. I think the door was closed. Iris pops out, and I, I do think we had established that the lights were on in the living room because you were home alone, and that's a nice thing to have. Yeah. Um, and Iris, so Iris goes, uh, I think we had left a lot of the lights on because um, it was just us, and that's a little nerve-wracking even when there isn't a legitimate break-in worry to have. That's all right. We'll be we'll be ready this time. Um, so I'm gonna go turn all the lights on uh, in the living room and set that lamp back, the one that had been knocked over. Kind of, I don't know, pull it out into the middle of the room a little bit more. Obviously, <laughs> fair. Um, lock the door as normal, uh, and then I think get the laptop. And I kind of like the idea of just sitting it out on the living room, like... With a cage over I'm it? I'm sure we have a, a window somewhere in the apartment that is kind of near the living room area, and I can just, like, put the laptop there so that if anybody were, like, looking in the window, they could see the laptop. Put- Alright, yeah, you set it up on, like, the the um, coffee table between the, the couch and the TV in the living room, uh, okay. where, where the screen is facing towards the, the outside-facing windows in the living room. Okay. And I'll log in and leave the computer alone. Okay. Yeah, sure. What What are you two doing in the meantime as you... Hiding in the closet wait, with the string. <laughs> wait yeah. for this fly to land on your flypaper. Um, it could be a very long night, Baron. You want to grab some snacks and some games? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I'm going to need at least some caffeine to keep me awake. And yeah. you're going to probably have to teach me how to how to play these games <laughs> that's fine okay um. <laughs> what is this okay all right I need to establish some things um <laughs> so first off i i need to know what what is isaac's favorite brand of soda that he keeps on hand in the apartment uh dr pepper dr pepper all right so you you grab like a six pack of dr pepper that you have it's missing like we'll say one because you just started to use this this pack uh and you grab it and bring it over place it over where are you guys hiding i think um either the bedroom or yeah i think the bedroom because we could close the door okay so you you bring that over to the bedroom does isaac have um like a switch or does he have like a a, a game system in his room hell yeah he has a switch okay you got a switch what is what is uh isaac's favorite multiplayer game on the switch <laughs> fuck mario kart. um is he a smash man mario kart is he is he a fan of one of those indie i think he's games? i think he's I'm a, little a smash bit man <laughs> i think it's been established he's not like super duper hardcore gamer um so i think he might just have like kind of mario party or mario kart or like I, I like the idea of Baron's introduction into video games being Mario. <laughs> Something about that. Um, okay, so you bring you bring your Switch back with Mario Party uh, already booting up. Set up the Dr. Pepper and, and, and like, a, a bag of chips. Um, and, and you set that up in, in your bedroom where I'm just going to say that you have a couple of bean bags set up just for situations just like this. Fuck yeah. So it's usually your roommates that you're playing with. What is the plan? What, what, it, what do you, what is the plan 
Like what you you put a bait out there? What what do you, what, are you, what is the plan? <laughs> what, what's so, even going what, on what's here? Going on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I want to I want to try. Um, Wouldn't you like to know, Chris? Wouldn't you like to know, Chris? <laughs> I yeah. Well, would. you'll be surprised when your monster shows up and we trap it. Um, <laughs> we can't let you know it's happening. No. Um, so my plan is. Uh, Iris, do you know if there's any... I don't want to ask you to sit and watch the laptop all night long, because that's boring. Oh, that um, was my and idea. I, and I'd feel... I mean, I'd feel bad. She'd be missing out. Like, we're having a, a little sleepover party, and she'd have to be on watch duty. Um, is there any kind of magic, do you think, that we could set, or any kind of way that we can have, like, an alarm trigger when a door opens? I don't really know much about magic. That's more Enif's department. Um... I, I I don't know I, like I I can do ghosty things I I don't know if ghosty things if if setting a, an alarm is is a thing that I I'm I mean I might be able to I don't even but I, I don't know how to go about starting okay okay that's fine um here here's what we're gonna do okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna go grab a pencil hang on I'm gonna grab a pencil and I'm gonna lay it on top of the door um and then. When the door opens, it'll fall and it'll clatter onto the floor, and we'll hear that. Is that loud enough? That might not be loud enough. Um, what else? I, I, I'm also so curious as to where on the door you're putting this pencil. Like at the top, like on the door frame. Okay. <laughs> or no, no, on the on the handle. Uh huh. Yeah. Hang on. No. Okay. I'm gonna like go rooting through all the drawers and like try to find something that's going to. Oh wait. Okay, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here's what we're gonna do. I so love I run... the concept of Baron just watching Isaac as he runs around the apartment trying to just set maybe up the alarm. Do this. Here's what we're gonna do. Through drawers. <laughs> we're going to. Um, I'm gonna get my camera. I'm gonna put the camera uh, near the door so that I can see it, or so you can see the door, but it's close to the bedroom, right? So it's like zoomed in, like on the door, but it's back. It's it's closer to the bedroom. I assume that like my bedroom kind of goes down the hallway and has access to view yeah, the, sure. the front door. Um, and I'm going to run, I forget, I've the, like the USB wire from the camera. I'm going to turn the camera on and I'm going to run it into my room, into the TV. Or we have two TVs. I'm going to, no, I have one TV, but I'm going to go out and grab the other TV from the living room and I'm going to tug it back into my room. This is literally a Home Alone wild. situation. We're going to set <laughs> this it up. This is crazy. <laughs> so that, so that the the camera is feeding into the TV, and we can watch the front door from the bedroom. All right, you know what? Yeah, sure. That <laughs> sounds. You took you put so much effort into coming up with that that I I mean I'm pretty sure it's fine anyway. But even if I weren't sure, I I probably would give it to you. Um, yeah, the the scene here is uh, you guys are trying to come up with a plan, and then as Isaac starts running around trying to solve it, Baron figures he's going to eventually figure it out, and sits down and starts like fiddling with one of the Joy Cons, trying to figure out how they work, and like cracks open a can of Dr Pepper. And uh, how does Baron feel about Dr Pepper? It's not great. Baron would prefer coffee, probably. 
That's fair. <laughs> Baron gives a little bit of a weird look and then kind of shrugs and accepts that's the only caffeinated beverage he's going to get and starts sipping at it uh, as he accidentally chooses a game mode and quickly tries to cancel out. Uh, as Isaac is running, he like t- puts a pento ties lean on the handle and it falls off and then he grumbles to himself, starts like going through all the drawers and then remembers his camera and then like Baron's like fi- like switching through and like running around the little like lobby of uh, of Super uh, Super Mario Party, uh, like selecting different characters and figuring them out and deciding who's his favorite character is as Isaac just drags in the TV and plugs it into the camera and the camera is now show or the TV is now showing a live feed of the front door as uh Baron selects his favorite character in Super Paper Mario which is Bowser. Bowser. Sure. Uh and so Baron has chosen Bowser uh and is forcing himself to drink the Dr Pepper and and eating handfuls of chips. It tastes like a sexy battery. <laughs> it sure fucking does. Uh, and Isaac, slightly out of breath, collapses on the beanbag next to him. Okay, I think we're good. That I, I'm impressed, Isaac. That I didn't know where you're going with that, but yeah, we got a full-on security camera now, basically. Yeah, and watch absolutely nothing happen. <laughs> well, I mean, at least we tried something though. Yeah, if anything, we'll just hang out here, uh, have a a fun time, and um, I I don't know. I'll uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. The rest of it, if it doesn't work. Yeah, I uh, I picked I picked my character. I don't know whether this guy is good or bad, but he's got he's he's, he's pretty cool. He looks kind of uh, big and big and tough, you know. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that works. Um, now, yet another very important question. Is Iris playing? Oh god, um, I hope so. <laughs> Iris can Iris. technically, I guess, hold stuff and interact with things. Sure can. Would she? Will you give her enough control to be able to play a game? I think to play a game, yes, since that doesn't require very strong displays of force to move the controller. I don't think okay. she'll be great at it. Um, but I think she'll get the hang of it. Well, I mean, Mario yeah. Party, you just kind of have to press A or B. It's not like you're... <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> yeah. It, okay, it's yeah, taking her more concentration playing. than it would obviously take like an actual person to, but she is capable of doing it. So you hand the, the uh, controller to her, and, and she has to put it on the ground because lifting it and also hitting buttons at the same time is just too much. Uh, and she <laughs> hovers over and selects Boo. She is smirking at this this joke that she has made. <laughs> Very uh, clever, Iris. Um, okay, and I will. It's a. It can be multiple person. I, I'm going to assume I have more joysticks. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Super Mario. You can only play it with a single Joy-Con. You can't play with any other form of controller. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Weird. It's weird. Um, Who does I, Isaac pick though? Yeah. Uh, Isaac is playing Yoshi. Good, good pick. It's a good Yoshi. one. You select your characters, and um, now, now the most, the most important and final choice of the night. Uh, together, you and and uh, Evan have to decide which character you choose for the computer. Oh, uh, Donkey Kong. Let's Donkey do it. Kong. Who is Danky? You know, I'm not percent certain if Donkey Kong is a playable character in this one, but sure, yeah, you pick Donkey Kong for the computer. Actually, that's a good point. He kind of rotates between like being a character and not. The computer is Donkey Kong. 
All right, uh, you guys are you guys go ahead and play Super Paper Mario, and and it's it's you know Super Paper Mario takes like an hour or two, and it's so it goes on for a while. Wait, uh, Super Paper Mario or I'm Super Mario Party. words Super Mario Party, obviously the one you're playing. It'd be wild if you just suddenly like, as I said, <laughs> no, I'm playing a single Chris. player game on the Wii U. <laughs> you have 100 percent been playing saying Super uh, Super Paper Mario for the last like. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Ten minutes, which I thought you were doing just so that, like, for some copyright reason. I no, Super Paper Mario is another Nintendo. game, so like I, that wouldn't have helped. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, I'll, I'll, it doesn't I might, matter. I might redub it. Who knows? Um, yeah, you, Super Mario Party. It, they have similar mouth sounds. Uh, yeah, you're playing it for a while. It's probably about an hour, about halfway into the game, and you are all cursing as Donkey Kong finds his third fucking hidden star that he shouldn't have gotten, putting him back in the lead despite the fact that he's doing worse at every goddamn multi-game. Fucking computers cheat. Uh, when Isaac, you see movement out of the corner of your eye and look up and see the door uh, begin to creak open on your live feed. Baron, 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 look, look, the door. Uh, you I'm all gonna... look up. Uh, Isaac, I think you, you probably pause the game, um, and the door opens to reveal this person who, uh, Isaac, you didn't get a great look at them when they were in the apartment earlier, because the only look you got was when they were jumping out a window, which was not a great, uh, sort of look at them. Uh, now that you're looking at this person, you recognize them as the person that was at Baron's recital. And they open the door very quietly. Like you, you do not hear the noise from the living from your bedroom, even as you listen for it. And they close the door just as silently. And they begin to creep their way over and move out of sight to where your laptop is seated. What do you do? Uh, Isaac, first of all, is just pleased as punch that this worked. Um, he's like. <laughs> He's, like, giddy from this. Like, it's them, it's them, they're here. Okay. All right, there's an intruder in my house. Um, okay. <laughs> and then it, like, sinks um, in. He's like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. Someone I've lured my house. a magic person to my home. Um, okay. It, I mean, they're they're looking at the laptop. Um, do we, like, wait five seconds and then go get them? We didn't plan this part out. That's really stupid. Why didn't we plan this part out? <laughs> it's okay. I, th- I think we can just... Try and sneak out there. I mean, um, just the orient. I guess. What does the living room look like? Is there a window in the living room, or something I, like that? I'll be yeah, honest. There yeah, there's one in the living room for sure. Okay. That's, that's how you managed to make it clear that the computer was sitting there. I'll be honest. When I'm envisioning this apartment, I'm on 100 envisioning our apartment at Kenilworth. Perfect. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> So not that that helps any of the I know I was about to say I was like that doesn't help anyone <laughs> even just helps us yeah. Um, uh, so so for that reference, it is a living room in a in a large central area that um the door opens up to and um, the the place where you have like the TV and the couch are a little bit off to the left. Um, it's kind of separated from the hallway that goes down to the bedrooms and the bathroom. Um, and then also attached and semi separated from the living room is like the kitchen. Uh, it's it's all you know one floor with the essentially the bedrooms on a hallway down from the uh, living room itself. Hopefully it helps at least a little bit. That might have been more, actually been more confusing, but who cares? Go on. What are you doing? It's fine. Um, okay, I guess first thing is if we can open the door quietly enough to you know not let alert them that we're here. 
Um, and then maybe we just run at them like really fast and we tackle them. I think so. Yeah. I think we're just going to need to kind of subdue them. I don't know if, if Iris can help us from in any way as well from just the other side to make sure they doesn't leave or, or go out the Iris, could you, yeah, when we go, could you close the door? Could you lock the door maybe? Uh, Iris gives a thumbs up. Okay. Okay, so we're just gonna go and tackle them and uh, ask questions later. <laughs> I mean, okay. yeah, they did kind of break into your house, so... Yeah, they did. Yeah. Stand your ground, laws. Let's do Fuck it. it. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Alright, so, so walk me through um, as you're doing what is happening. Alright, All right. we need to creep. first open the door. <laughs> yeah, creep over to the door and as okay. quietly as we can, open it. So you're trying to sneak to there and then tackle them. Got it. Um, whoever's opening the door, I need you to go and roll an act under pressure to try and open this in this very stressful circumstance without making any kind of noise. Actually, Isaac, you can do that. I'll give you a plus one for the fact that you live here and probably know how to open the door. Yeah, I was just about to say. Like... Okay, act under pressure is cool. Yep, so you get a plus zero to this. because. Cool. Oh boy. Four. Uh, yeah, so you go ahead and go to open up this door quietly, but your hand is just shaking too much, and as you go to put a little bit of force, you just sort of hand slips and you almost fall through the door, making a clattering sound. Uh, you manage to catch yourself without actually like collapsing, but the, the jig is up, as it were, and you hear uh, a, a, a muffled curse come from the living room, and you hear the sounds of footsteps moving quickly towards the door. Go, 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 go! Uh, Iris immediately floats out and rushes to uh, lock the door. I'm going to need you to make a telekinesis roll, Isaac. Oh, my weird name is eight. Uh, so on an eight, you have to choose one of the bad stuff that happens with telekinesis. Um, something uh, is held fast. All right, yeah. So, so uh, Iris goes over and locks the door and holds it shut. You do have to mark two harm. Okay. Um, as the, the, the strain of so, whenever you're doing this uh, on a larger scale you're sort of lending your physicality to Iris and that hurts a lot um, yeah. just because it's it's not something that I, Iris is not naturally a poltergeist uh, Baron you're you're rushing out trying to tackle this person yes sir yeah so so the person makes it to the door and immediately tries to to, to open it and finds it uh held held fast as the rule says uh and baron you come out and what what is what is your game plan here what how are you are you just trying to like get them to the ground what are you doing yeah basically just like kind of like yeah just kind of, kind of tackle them to the ground basically yep yeah so you just like jump out and try to full football tackle them i think that's much, going yeah. to be a kick some ass because they are going to fight back and you're going to fight them somewhat uh since you're fighting with fist, it's not really going to do any lasting harm to them. But go and give me that kick some ass roll. That's a six. six. Um, and I think after the failure of Isaac and the, the rush you now have to be in, I don't think Isaac has the chance to help. You run and, and, and try and tackle this person, but they are just a little quicker on their feet than you expect them to be. Because they, they were just trying to pull open the door, and it's surprising to you that they are able to react so fast to your presence. Uh, and they kind of duck out of it, and then just bring their whole shoulder into your gut, knocking the wind right out of you and knocking you to the ground. Uh, and they, they look left, look right, try to open the door again, and then they grab the same lamp they tripped over last night and throw it through your window, Isaac, and jump out after it. Oh my no! God. Um, and you, you see, like, some blood kind of scatter from this, because 
they did just jump through a broken window, uh, but they, they, they land outside your apartment and begin running into the night as they did before. Um, and you get the uh, strangest feeling that they might not be trying this again anytime soon. Damn. Damn. The Those window. were not great rolls. No, no. they were not. <laughs> Which sucks, but that's the way it is. Also, the window shattered. Also, the window shattered. I'm not getting my security deposit back. <laughs> I can <laughs> fix that. <laughs> um, we waited a little bit before uh, storming out to accost them in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, that was um, your plan. Can we see what my laptop is currently at? Uh, yeah, uh, your laptop has been pulled up. I think, uh, what what is... I keep asking these questions that have no relevance in the plot whatsoever, but I like building out the character a little bit. What is Isaac's uh, preferred uh, internet browser? Mm. It's Microsoft Edge, isn't it? Oh, God, that was a really deep question. It's going to be like um, Opera or some shit. I was going to say it's probably something, yeah, like it's probably Opera, or no, it's, it's probably Safari. Okay, sure. Uh, it's open to Safari, and it's actually open to, uh, I think, both, and I'm just assuming at this point, uh, Al- uh, Alistair, Isaac's Facebook and Tumblr pages. Um, specifically, it's going through the messages of those. Hmm. And I'm going to assume that none of the rest of your party has any uh, social media presence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, no. the Facebook, it, it's got opened just a, a ton of like your friends and family and, and whatnot that you've chatted with in any time within the past like year, uh, just all, all of your most recent contacts essentially. And same with the, the Tumblr. And then it seems that it was cut off. I actually, I, I think, um, the, the, the final tab is your, your browsing history. They're trying to find out about us. Yeah, I don't know what they really want to know about us. I mean, it I guess seem... everything. I guess so. Well, someone knows at least you're connected somehow in all of this. Yeah, I I don't like that. Um, I may I may come and stay with you for a little while, if that's okay. That might be a good idea. I think we can... Maybe... Maybe it might be worth it to at least call the police since someone did technically break in. Yeah, I'm assu- I am. <laughs> I'm assuming also that you re- recorded the um, footage on the camera? Sure. Yes. Yes. Can we, can we zoom enhance? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Actually, yeah, so, so yeah, uh, Isaac, you go ahead and you, you go back and, and save the footage that it's been recording as it has streamed to your TV and, and save a few uh, frames that have a, a good sight on this person and might be more revealing of their identity. And then you call the police who eventually come, uh, take the report, do their investigation, uh, and offer you shelter, which you, de- you decline saying that you're going to be staying with the friends as, as the investigation into this break continues. And so both of you make your way back to Baron's house with the supplies for Isaac to stay there for an extended period of time. You kind of contact and give 
your the information that you have over to Enif and Carninos in the group chat to kind of share what knowledge and they share back what, what happened to them at the diner. And Enif and Carninos both somewhat recognize this person, and Enif comes to the conclusion that the person invading your home actually might be a member of the cult. Uh, oh, no. This disquieting information ruminated upon. Uh, several days pass without any further incident. Uh, Isaac, you and Baron try your whole shtick of going back to the school, and the, the flickering of lights and any signs of power outages have stopped at the school, and it seems that any sign of the creature you saw are is gone. And life sort of returns to the, the calmer beat that it does between your monster hunts. And then we see that same person who was in Isaac's apartment. They look much the same, though they now wear heavy bandaging around their arms as well as one of their legs. They make their way up to a payphone, slot in a couple of quarters, and punch in a few numbers. Yeah, this is S, following up on my last report. I've confirmed. One of the Ghost Kids' team is the wolf out on the edge of the forest. Are you sure we can trust him? Yes, Elder. <laughs> <laughs> 